Handoff, Damian Williams trying to get to the edge, breaks a tackle, 35, 30, Damian Williams, 20, stays in bounds, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Kansas City! Acelera Williams, tiene el primer 10, escapa a la 20, a la 10, touchdown, Damien Williams. Oh, Damien Williams, peut-être oh, oublier l'affaire oh, avec cette course qui va jusqu'au touchdown. Damien Williams runs to immortality in Chiefs Kingdom. Get ready to welcome your champions. Well, hello Chiefs Kingdom. Um, we're having a a late night podcast for us as it's just about to turn midnight we're we thought we'd do a bit of an instant reaction because there was uh, a bit of a game went on this evening uh so you've got myself neil i'm joined by duncan how are you duncan all right hello uh just bear with me has the heart rate come down yet <laughs> just just opening a bottle um what are you drinking uh, this is it's a caesar caesar augustus lager ipa hybrid oh um, nice yeah, that was a um, a long and stressful evening. I, I went red wine, whiskey, red wine, Jet Daniels yeah, was, <laughs> as the evening is, progressed. This is the last beer in the fridge. Uh, so after this, it's onto the hard stuff. So, uh, I mean, I think if if there's one positive to take out of tonight, I mean, there's many positives, but if there's one we can take out tonight is that we played the early game and that it's just turning midnight and not just turning five o'clock in the morning. Yes. Oh, with the late game next week, though. It's um, 20 to midnight kickoff. But hey, at least we're playing in it. As the Chiefs hung on to beat the Cleveland Browns 22-17. I don't even know where to begin, to be honest. Well, let's begin with the big story, Patrick Mahomes. Um, tackled from behind um, Andy Reid's official um, tail was winded and a blow to the head well there's winded and there's barely being able to walk because you're out for the count like that was a it, it didn't even look like a bad hit did it it was just when he got up you're like whoa no and I almost missed it I don't um... were you busy tweeting well yeah cause, yeah I was trying to do the <laughs> The Arrowheads have brought Twitter account, which I apologise for everyone for the lack of quality after that incident because uh, we went on something of a roller coaster. But yeah, it kind of like it was a bit of a, a bit of a nothing tackle almost in some ways, a bit of a nothing incident kind of. Um, there was, I mean, the, the internet's gone. I don't want to say conspiracy crazy, but there's a lot of stuff made of Sorensen's tackle earlier, which was blatantly leaning with the head. Mm. But there's none of that in the in the in the Mahomes incident. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a bad tackle. It wasn't the kind of a bad incident. There's none of that kind of initial wince where you think, "Oh, something horrible's happened here." To me, kind of on, on the replays, it looked like the guy's hand maybe slipped inside his under his under his chin strap or something, maybe. And you know, if anything, my guess would be that he kind of got choked out a little bit. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's one of these things where you kind of. You don't want to speculate too much on what's happened. Obviously, he wasn't fit to come back, um, so kind of his health is the is the number one priority. But fingers crossed that um, with it not being a, or on the face of it not being a kind of concussion, a contact concussion, that you know there's a there's a there's a greater chance than not that he can come back and play next week. I, I 
personally, I don't see any circumstances where he doesn't play next week. He is such a competitor. He is going to bluff his way through whatever medical tests they give him. Like, it's the AFC Championship game. You're one game from the Super Bowl. Knowing what he's like, he he's not going to let them not put him in. As far as the NFL are concerned, it's all about the money. Would you rather have like your murky matchup as Josh Allen against Mahomes or Josh Allen against Chad Henney? I mean, the NFL aren't going to give a shit if he plays. He's going to want to play. Who's going to say no? You've got to stop. Like, right, I've got, I've got. I mean, I guess it's two sides that right. I've got, I've got absolutely no doubt that if he gets cleared to play, then he's playing. Right? He's not. Um, he's he's not dodging that one at all. No. So if he's if he's if he's medically cleared to play and it's safe, then then he's playing. I guess the flip side of that is that he's the face of the NFL for the next ten to fifteen years. And one year out of all those years is maybe not a massive deal. So, mm. um, I, I think he'll play. And in some regards, it's like like I hope he plays. I desperately hope he plays. But if he's deemed not safe to play, then I hope he doesn't play. Yeah. If you know what I mean, I almost um, I don't want him to to the, risk the game the next... becomes secondary at that. Yeah, point, I, don't, I don't want him to risk risk. You know, actually, we're both dads. He's about to have a kid. Yeah. Uh, he's he's getting married. He's what twenty four, twenty five. You know, he's he's a young yeah. man with all sorts of future. Like, if, if this is if it's not right for him to play next week, fine, don't play him. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not. If, if that's the if if that's the debate, I'm not that fast. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. Um, but I, I still think he'll play. I just, I do. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to allow them to not let him play. No. I mean, and we, we kind of see this a couple of hours removed. When he was trotting off the the sideline, and yeah. Chad Henney was going in to do a what was a fourth and fourth and injured or whatever at that point, how did you feel? Um, I, I actually I didn't feel too bad because we still had a reasonable lead, and I'm just trying to check what the lead was at that stage, but we we were up. Uh, 19-10 so we were up by 9 points at that stage and we were pretty much within field goal range so I I was happy we went for it Um, with this team I would nearly always go for it on 4th and 1 just because you've got to back this offence to be able to get a yard 9 times out of 10 and and the difference that makes to your chances of winning the game are huge. Any any time you do that, it makes a significant difference to your chances of winning the game. So I, I would very much be like I like the analytics side of things. I'm very much an advocate of following the analytics. Play selection then becomes the next issue, but the decision to go for it or not go for it, I'm very much you know, you may have brought your backup quarterback in, fine, hand it off to your running back. Do whatever play you're comfortable your backup quarterback's gonna be able to execute to get the yard, but the right decision is to go and try and get the yard there. I mean, going um, going right, going back one play. What were we like fourth and third and two third, or whatever it was? Third and, it was third and one. Patrick Mahomes right. right end for no game. So right, so we so we know that QB sneaks are off the are off the agenda. How did you feel? Again, hindsight's a, a perfect science. Yeah. Um, in hindsight, you might not have put Patrick Mahomes in that situation. 
Uh, I mean, how many times did we run the option during the game? And I mean, he'd run for a touchdown earlier in the game. Let me just see how many times he scrambled. You know, it it wasn't the first time he'd run during no, the game. No. Again, so many things. How many times he perfect signs? He make he makes the yard. He slides safely. Gets out of bounds. Jobs are good. Ball, whatever you know exactly. We move, we move on. You saw the way we, that. Um, yeah, we do, we do that. We carry on. We score a touchdown. The game's as good as over. I mean, you, you, you even look at the the touchdown that he scored. Fine, it's a it's a really well designed play, but when he rolls out to the right, if some big linebacker reads that and cuts him in half a yard short, we're kind of having a similar discussion as well. I think it's one of yeah. these things where you can't you can't stress too much about the kind of the things lead up to these things. It's kind of a an in-game incident as such. Yeah, you can't worry about the outcome of the play. I mean, the the decision is to make the decision. Do you how do you approach that play? If the if you're happy to give Mahomes the option play where he can toss it to Williams if he wants to, or he can keep it himself, then you've got to be happy. Or you've got to be comfortable with if he keeps it himself and something bad happens. Well, so be it. That's that was kind of. A potential outcome of him keeping the ball. Um, so if you're going to give him that play to run, you 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 are accepting that risk to start with. Yeah, I think so. And then I mean, I guess that puts Chad Henney in the under centre. Chad with, big balls. Well, Henny. exactly. And we've got kind of we've got whatever we've got like 25 minutes to play. Something like that it was midway through the third, wasn't it? That the yeah. Was out. And you kind of. Um, I guess like, we've, we've neither of us watched the game back, right? So we can't do any in-depth. I can't pick on any sort of individual plays. But I guess at that point, you're kind of just thinking, right? We got the field goal. The defense has got a twelve-point lead to kind of go on, and it's kind of swings around about to that point because I think that to me, on the face of it, it's it's, it's one of these kind of weird games where I think our D was playing was playing quite well. I think we were. Moving Baker off off his spot, we were kind of getting his face, forcing him to move the ball quickly. We'd certainly shut down in the first half. They got some like eighteen yards on yeah. the ground, you know, total. You know, so we kind of we'd we'd done a good job in kind of controlling this two-headed serpent run game thing that they've got going on. But by the same token, you wouldn't have necessarily said that the Browns' offense was playing badly either. I think Baker was actually playing quite well. Uh, there um, was only one punt during the game. I think <laughs> I'm it? right in saying. Um, let me look and see if I can see punting stats. Um, they, certainly, yeah. they certainly punted in the fourth quarter, which I guess is. I saw okay, it could, could have been them. two then. Yeah, could have been two. So an interview with uh, the the Browns coach afterwards. He was getting asked about whether or not you know if he had his time again, would he would he make the same call and and, and punt on fourth down in the fourth quarter? And um, yeah, there were two punts. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, they had that really long drive, which I guess well, was going into the fourth quarter. It was about eight and a half minutes eight, or whatever. Eighteen plays or something yeah, daft like that. Um, Seven, eighteen plays, seventy-five yards, eight minutes, seventeen yeah, seconds drive. Yeah, they made what like two, maybe three third downs, at least two fourth downs, I think. In it. Yeah, there was a fourth and three in there. There was a ridiculous catch, but there was a fourth and one in there as well. Yeah, they made two fourth downs on that. The catch by Hooper. On the fourth and three, that was absolutely outstanding. Down down at the seven yard line, like 
Baker Mayfield put it into a window where only Hooper could catch it, and it was a small, yeah. small window. Um, I, I was impressed with the Browns. Like they, they, they hung in there. They gave us a good game. They hung in there. I, I, I was a bit surprised with them in the first half that they didn't try and run it more. Like they, you know, that's that's your strength. Fine, go with your strength then. But the seventeen yards rushing in the first half, yeah, it's nowhere near enough for them. Um, I, I just I, think we played. I just think we played well. I, th- I think that we just played quite well without being massively flashy on D. I think we, um, I think the guys in the middle just kind of held held that um, held Chubb to, you know, whatever it was, twelve yards or whatever you got in the first half. It's, in in some ways, it's similar to that the Titans game last year, where you know everyone's looking at their star rushing back yeah. to. Um, you know, to to control the game and take it away from Kansas City because that's what we can't do. The Chiefs are shit against the run. Blah 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 blah. And we completely shut down Derek Henry that year. We've completely shut down Chubb in the first half. Yeah. You know, this year I, th- I think it just shows that. I think I think I said in our WhatsApp group earlier that we're um, we're now that team that we used to hate, where the first sixteen games of the season are just a vehicle to get you to the playoffs. Mm. And once you get to the playoffs, that's when it really gets serious. Yeah. So, I mean, I hate, I hate to invoke the P word, but much like the Patriots of the last 10 or 15 years, <laughs> um, it's a fresh start in January, right? Everything that's happened to get to get you there really doesn't matter. It yeah. doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter we've only beat the Falcons by however many points, or it's been since week whatever against the Jets that we blew a team away in black. It, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This, you know, team that comes out in the playoffs is is, is, is a very, very different beast. What is it? You, you don't progress in the playoffs by only losing by a touchdown. No, like, exactly. You know. Exactly. I mean, and then, I mean, listen, I'm too many beers deep to, to <laughs> give you any sort of uh, analytical insight and uh, my little girl sleeping in the next room so I can't be too loud but we're in the Fucking championship game. Again, three years, three three years, years in, in a row. row. I mean, that's right. The, <laughs> everyone knows this by now, right? But it's worth it's worth repeating, right? The only other team that have ever been in the championship game three years in a row is the Eagles under yeah. Andy Reid. Yeah. Right. I mean, and people up until he won last year are saying, "Oh, you know, maybe he's not quite canting material, or you know, he's got all these things, you know." chokes that are going to count against them I mean like we were um, it almost felt like last year there was a kind of a sense that we were um, still a team on the rise somehow yeah and I don't think we are anymore we're we're, we're a team at the top Um, think of all of the great teams all the great teams that they talk about in history I mean even in the recent like recent past you've got um You've got you know Brady and the Patriots. You've got Rogers, who's uh, Lock Hall of Fame, blah blah blah. Drew Brees, Lock Hall of Fame, all that stuff. None of these guys have done this. None of them. Um, it, it's it's a big ask, you know. It really is. We had a, to to we, be that consistent over that many years. And I said this thing goes back beyond Patrick Mahomes as well. It's not like Patrick Mahomes is maybe the key that unlocked all this. Yeah. But I think this has been. This is this is uh, this is a stone that's been rolling 
you know, long before that, um, you just um, you can just again hindsight, perfect science. But you can see now when you look back at the decisions that have been made, you know, Andy Reid, Alex Smith, Brett Veach, you know, you can you can see this is now the culmination of a lot of the decisions that they made, whereby it's a um, you know, it's a long game. We're not. This isn't a kind of a. They were. They were never looking for a flash in the pan. Oh, let's. You know, let's get a little big names in. Almost like the Rams a couple of years ago. Mm. Let's get a little big names in. Make a run at the thing. Hopefully, we, all we, out. we hang on and win it. Yeah, and then, yeah. if not, then you know you're kind of shafted for years to come. Now this has been a. This is they played the long con on the whole NFL. Uh, and. You know when you. You look at the position that we're in. Oh, I mean, we're just set to be a, a powerhouse for years to come. We've got another kind of three-year window now, I would say, where we ought to be expecting to be in the AFC Championship game. And to be honest, we possibly ought to be expecting to host the AFC Championship games most years. Um, just with the, way, with, the, with the people who are on the long contracts, who are on the big money, they're all the top players. They've, they've invested in... Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Honey Badger, Chris Jones, Mahomes, like all the all the key players are the ones who are tied down for the next few years. You know, this is our window to be really, really successful yeah. now. Oh, hundred percent. Um, I'm aware that it's that like I'm aware that I'm underplaying my passion and my excitement for this tonight, but. I repeat that my little girl who yeah, in the next room. Turn two next month is in the next room. I'm absolutely bouncing off the walls uh, for this. That was that was like a, a such a strange few hours where it was so tense, and then we win. It's such a release when we win, and like you say, we are kind of in a strange position where you're kind of expecting to win, like you're. Is expecting? We're really hoping to win. Over we are expecting to win, right? I'm not saying we expect to win the Super Bowl every year, but you expect to be contenders every year. But when you get in a game like an arm wrestle like that, and then you know things go against you, a la Mahomes injury. Oh, I mean, it's just uh, so so good. It's it's so good to be here. I kind of thought I said last year that um, there was almost after the Super Bowl, post Super Bowl hangover or deflation or you know it's like well we've done it now what what next mm. well this is what next do it again yeah because it's fucking excellent yeah brilliant absolutely brilliant uh, and the difficulty is like focusing yourself to do it again you know you've you've climbed the mountain how do you climb the mountain again year after year you know it's what the patriots did it's what Manchester United did under Sir Alex Ferguson, so one I'd keep coming back to. He rebuilt the team time and time again to go back and win multiple Premiership titles. Um, you know, it, it it's not an easy thing to do, and there's few people who do it. But I, I think we're in as good a position as anybody to go on one of those kind of yeah. um, defining era kind of runs. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I, uh, I don't know if I told this story in our WhatsApp or not, but I used to, I, I used to be a massive our football soccer in commons geek, and I used to read everything about football, and whatever. And when in the uh, sort of late nineties, two thousands, when a lot of the big European players started coming into 
the English Premiership, which is what I played on Football Manager constantly. So he kind of knew all the names. Mm. This guy called Marcel Desailly who played, um, and he yep. AC, AC Milan. I love the AC Milan team of the nine of the sort of eighties, nineties. Um, that Football Manager, Championship Manager, whatever it's kind of era. Yep. I loved that yep. team, and Desailly came from them. French player came to Chelsea. One of the big names, uh, you know, one of the first big names that came into the British football. And he used to, he was like this giant defender, but he could he play so much football. But like, he used to get accused of just kind of strolling through games. And I read this thing where he was basically, because he was so good, and France at that point was so good as well, he would basically just time his kind of um, his season. So he would just stroll through the first three, four months of the season and just amp up and up and up and up and up. So we got to the end of the season when they were playing in, uh, like the um, the title deciders, the cup finals, and towards the major uh, international tournaments that he would knew he was absolutely flying at that point, mm. and that analogy kind of sticks with me in the Chiefs where we're kind of now, like it doesn't it doesn't matter how many points we beat the um, like like the Texans week one doesn't matter it doesn't matter that you know. How many, you know, that it's an overtime win against the Chargers in whatever that was, two, three, week two, yeah, week yeah. two, yeah. Week that two. doesn't matter. Right now, that doesn't matter. It matters. All, all that matters is the team that plays best at the end of the season, not the start of the season. Mm. And I think that's where I think that's where we are now. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Well, exactly, exactly, exactly. So we're going to play the Bills next week. Then, confident. Well, again, my. Six beer unfiltered opinion <laughs> is that there is nothing that the Bills have done in the playoffs in the last two weeks that gives me any concern. Caveated yeah. with Patrick Mahomes' injury. Yeah. But what, what did they score? 17 points? Was it 17 they scored last night? Uh, yeah, 17 3 the one. I mean, we were, we were texting during the game. I went. Yeah. Um, we we went both watched the first half, didn't yeah. we? And then. Yeah. You you stayed on a little longer than I did. I give yeah, up at half time. That, that was just that was. I mean, fine. That was the hard defense football, defensive football, right? It's good. I get that. There's two sides to, to every game, but oh, that was an embarrassment to the playoffs. It just. Oh, I, did, I didn't good. think the defenses were that great. It's not like the eighty odd Bears or the Pittsburgh Steel Curtain. Like it wasn't like top quality defensive play there was just some really crappy offense like Lamar Jackson if you've got a quarterback where the opposition is daring your quarterback to throw the ball you've got a big problem even if he can run the ball 100 yards every couple of games that's not what you no. want from your quarterback we've said we said in the podcast oh, after last season that like Lamar Jackson's probably the guy that has the most to prove Right, he's blown it in the playoffs a couple of years. He's almost I always felt that the Ravens were just a year or two behind the Chiefs, right? He's just mm. he's got the most to prove. They keep they keep playing well for a season then losing it in losing games they shouldn't have lost in yeah. the playoffs. And I mean fine, that the Bills were higher seeded than them, the Bills are probably a better team than than the Ravens, but they didn't even get close to them. No. And I think that the way that the um I know that the the Titans and Ravens have got a little bit of, there's a little bit of juice in that game this season with the dancing on the the badge yes, and all that sort of yeah, stuff I know yeah. that but the way that the Ravens the way when when Peter's got his uh, got his pick yeah and then 
the way that Lamar Jackson ran off the field straight after the game when they won, I kind of just felt that you you guys have shot your bolt. This is it. Yeah. This is this is it for you. This is your Super Bowl. I, I can see them going like eight and eight next season now. I don't know. I think I think the Ravens are just going to be one of these really good regular season teams. I think they are a really good team. I, I've I've had them in the kind of top five of our power rankings for for a few weeks. They were they were a team I didn't a team on form I didn't really want us to play in the playoffs. Yeah. I kind of in some ways I would rather have had the Bills again than the than the Ravens. I don't necessarily have any massive rational kind of um don't have any rationalisation behind that as such. But I just I just felt that the the, the Ravens are kind of play with a bit of momentum, almost like the Chiefs last year, where they started well, hit the skids a little bit, and then came back and started playing well and kind of were accelerating into the postseason. They were playing well at the right time of season. Yeah, but I think that they, if it's almost like they, they played the wrong opponents. I just think they got so hyped for the Titans game that it just felt like they were done. Mm. Like that, um, I, I don't mean to smack talk other teams unnecessarily but the the way the way I, I watched it and just the way that like Lamar Jackson had these kind of walk off score walk off run whatever it was they, they did at the end he walked off down the tunnel and he only got halfway and someone had to call him back onto the field to do like a post game interview yeah and you can't like what sort of statement is that like your your walk off touchdown that you only get halfway out the t- halfway down the tunnel but you have to come back and speak to CBS or <laughs> you know, I'm Oliver on there. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, it just felt like they were spent to me. Um, mm. So I'm not entirely sure what what to make of, of the Bills having beat them. Look at the Colts game that the Bills won. Scraped the, past. Colts should have won that. The Colts yeah. absolutely should have won that. They they blew it at the end. Um, I think a lot of people might stick it on Phil Rivers because he couldn't finish the drive at the end. But I think there was quite a lot of points before that where Colts could have won that game. So, um, I, I mean, I think you, you did you did you say the Bills are favourites already? Yeah, Bills are one and a half point favourites. I'll I'll take the Chiefs plus two. Yeah, me too. Any day on that. I'm at the moment the Chiefs with Mahomes plus two. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to that. The bookies are protecting themselves for a Mahomes injury, but. Um, I mean, look at our run game tonight, right? And that's our, what, RB3? I don't know. Maybe he's overtaken Bell, um, you know, uh, towards the end of the season. But we absolutely torched the Bills on the ground last time. Yeah. And I know that they sold out to stop the deep threat. I know that. But the deep threat's still there. So... We still stuck comfortably more points than they did. Exactly. I just, um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I kind of I, so I'm, I'm so so on board with the with the kind of the, the mentality of this team um, that I'll, I'll I'll pick us against anyone. Yeah, I I don't like that play too deep safety and let us run the ball. And it's not that, because to me, that gives us a better chance of winning. So I'm very happy with it from our point of view. But I don't like that. It's a very passive, defeatist approach. And to me, I've said this on the podcast a few times, but I'll say it once more. 
all you're doing is giving yourself less time to score the points you're going to need to score because the Chiefs are going to stick 30 on your ass pretty much regardless. So now you've got 20 minutes to score 30 points in instead of 30, 35 minutes. Um, so I, I just don't like it as an approach at all. Nobody has beaten us by doing that. That's the, I, 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 I've seen a few things. It's like, yeah, keep my homes off the field to do it. And I think that... Um it's not as if the Chiefs control possession anyway either. I, th- I looked up the stats this week for something, and the Chiefs are bang in the middle. Uh, well, something like 30 minutes and 20 seconds average possession. Yeah. Bang in the middle. So that suggests to be that, one, we don't control the clock, and two, no one else controls the clock against us. So yes. the clock's not a factor. I think but I, it, I mean, I'm even stealing... then, how much does time of possession really no. matter at the end of the day? Exactly, and I'm, st- I'm stealing this from... Um, Tom's Arrowhead Pride guys. It's it, it comes down to how many times you have the ball, not how long you have the ball. Yes. Because so we we saw tonight that uh, the Browns took you know had an eight minute possession and got all of seven points from it. Whereas look at the Browns against the Steelers and they'd had the ball for about four and a half seconds and had fourteen points. See, if you look at that eight minute drive. If that was a five-minute drive and they got seven points out of it, then they still have three minutes more at the end of the game to score again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and, and Chad Henney and Andy Reid can't do what what they did. Um, I mean, actually, I, I'm not I'm not entirely sure what my what my point is. I think my point is that <laughs> like like I think my point is that like anecdotal evidence where you go, oh, just just keep Patrick Mahomes off the field and it's fine. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work because if if we have to go to a two, if we have to do three or four or five two-minute offences in a half, we'll do them. Yeah, because we're good at them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, I'm with you on that one. It doesn't um, doesn't make sense to me. No, no. I'll be quite happy if they take that approach again this coming week. Quite happy. Indeed. And indeed. It, if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's back and he's got fresh legs and they want to pound the rock with him... You know, there's a hundred yard game for him. I'll be taking the over on whatever his yardage is on Paddy Powers. That's for sure. And if not, then just take Darrell Williams because he did. He's been playing well. He did. He have, like, there's not there's nothing that he does which is <laughs> like he's not very easy on the eye, right? Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not like Jamal Charles, where who could kind of do this change direction without even touching the ground, kind of thing. You know. But he just runs He's a straight really line hard. runner. He just runs really hard in a straight line and people struggle to bring him down. That's all he did tonight. That's yeah. all he did was run hard in a straight line. He caught a couple of good passes, particularly at the end. But all he did was run hard and straight. And Th- 13 carries for 78 yards at 6 yards a carry with a long of 16. Yeah. You you would take that week in, week out. Yeah, done. Thanks very much. Have that. Yeah. 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 That'll be, my well, to be fair, maybe Chubb did have a quite a good... Spell in the middle of the game, you know. Chubb had 13 carries for 69 yards at 5.3. Yeah, exactly, there you go. So very, very similar. 13 carries 69, 13 carries 78. Yeah, not much difference between the two. Um, Yeah. Yeah, quite happy, quite happy with that. Does me fine. Does me fine. And you add in in Sammy Watkins. Yes. Potentially back, um, although... Byron Pringle didn't get that many targets, I don't think. Uh, he, he got three targets, two receptions, yeah. 14 yards. He was out there for a hell of a lot of snaps, though. So, you know, yeah. um, 
even if uh, Sammy Watkins isn't back, um, I think I think we're all right in that regard. I, I'm ready for Byron Pringle to take Sammy's job next year. I think so. I mean, I um, I think I would have said almost a week ago, or whatever, that I, I wouldn't have been surprised to see Watkins back. Um, but and it's not necessarily his fault, so it's not necessarily shitting on him. But if he can't be fit for the playoffs, then what's the point? Yeah. Kind of, he's 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 an expensive luxury if he if he can't be fit to play the playoffs for us, right? Um, quite happy with Pringle. Um, Hardman had a good game. Uh, you know, I'm not as down on Demarcus Robinson as some people might be. I think he's decent. <laughs> he's a decent squad receiver, I think, right? He's a number uh, four receiver. But, uh, but he's but he's 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 also his good stuff's really good, right? Which is maybe true of a lot of people in his position, but his good stuff's really good. Um, ah, yeah, fine. There's too much bad stuff in there for me, though. Yeah, it's a bit... Um, well, <laughs> on... I mean, much as... Uh, I don't want to, to admit it. I mean, I've, I've watched Tom and Brad's video a couple of times. But there's a, yes. <laughs> there's a bit in it where... The, and it was... I think the video came out right after... Was it right after the game where he took a kick-off and started running backwards and we got they got the safety oh, for yeah, it yeah, yeah. if it wasn't that it was the week after and he said oh I'm like I'm known for going off script yeah maybe I'll free out a little too much I mean that's yeah that's oh timing mate timing um, yeah but um, yeah I, I, I'm, I'm quite happy to roll with him into the playoffs as well um, I'm, I'm okay I'm okay with where the Chiefs sit at the moment with yeah. my, my, my bottom line as, as, uh, as stressful as a lot of tonight was um, I am 100% comfortable where we are and in some regards if we have to go with Chad Heddy next week I'm okay with that as well because clearly Andy Reid has, has, has a faith, faith in him yeah, he exactly. has faith. Faith, yeah. yeah and I mean what right fine Henry, when we spoke about it but Henny threw up that weird Hail Mary and I don't know whose fault it was but whatever's happened Henny's thrown it six feet further than he had to, than he should have hmm. So we'll mark it on, on Henny. But he made some clutch plays as well. And the the two to close the game out, I mean jeez, uh, jeez. That that run, that the run where he, he he took off down the left and like <laughs> that, that was that was Patrick Mahomes AFC championship game last year kind of run. Yeah, it was. And then at the end, when he's your only quarterback, and I'm, at that point, I'm guessing our backup quarterback is probably Anthony Sherman. Yes. He dives head first. <laughs> head first. Love he's it. He's going for it. That's the thing. I absolutely love it because he's like that. No, this is like, and he was inches short. His elbow was down or whatever. But oh, you just think, no, you. But get then this. for for Andy to then go out on the next play and say, right, Chad, you're the man. We only need inches. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give it to you to pass the ball and. I have every faith in you executing that. It, it was the right decision, and he executed, and game's over. Thank you very much. We're done. Exactly. Um, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> love it. I, I just, I just, I love it. It's like there's this. Um, so the game for me goes. The first half was a bit. It's almost a bit boring. Right? I just think because we scored in every possession, I just think like the offense is moving really well. Mahomes to Mahomes to Kelsey is just. Oh, wonderful! Tyreek Hill's playing well. Um, like Hardman was running well. You know, he just it's almost a bit boring. At, at one point, admittedly, before Mahomes got injured, the UK Browns account 
I think it was Tyler it was Tyler Matthews interception at the start of the second half. The UK Browns account tweet Congratulations guys. Game Good luck in the next round. Um so even at that point it felt like it was a bit of a foregone conclusion. So not not boring, but kinda I mean it was a good watch, but it just kinda felt a little bit like it was You, you were never in doubt of what the yeah, outcome yeah, was gonna exactly. be. Um and then there's this bit in the middle where you're just like weirdly kinda of half watching, half looking at social media going, Is Mahomes coming back? Is Mahomes coming back? What's happened? Yeah. Half watching, try to cover the game. Then you're like, oh shit, Henny's done something quite good. And like, oh shit, he's done something really bad. And then the Browns had that big long eight minute drive where you just kind of like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> and then the last five minutes were just wonderful. Just like for, like, as a neutral for sporting tension and excitement. That's just, oh, that was so exciting. So, oh, just everything that you wanted. And then at the very end, for Andy Reid just to go, I know that 99% of the world think we're just going to stick it up Daryl Williams' shirt and, give, <laughs> and let him barrel the middle, punt it and just hope that the defence holds for nine, for 60 seconds. He goes, nah, fuck it, Chad Henney's got this. Yep. Love it, absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I say, my, my enthusiasm will not come across because I can't pick my house up because <laughs> uh, I'll get Tokyo for that. But oh, just silent fist pumps ahoy. I am a hundred percent with you there. I, I think on that drunken ramble, we should, we should probably finish there. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm now seven beers down. If I was six at the start, I'm now seven beers down. So you know, it's, it's only going downhill from here. <laughs> okay, we're both very happy. Neither yeah. of us can make much noise because Margot's in the next room and Chloe's directly above me, so I can't talk too loud either. But just to reassure everyone, we are both really happy. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Listen, in, enjoy your victory Monday, guys, because this is yes. Like, like, I know we get a lot of them, but these are special. Really, yeah. really special. We live to fight another week. Indeed. Enjoy them, and we will uh, reconvene later. Yeah, we'll talk to you later in the week. We'll be back for a, a Bills preview game at some stage, Thursday, Friday time, probably. Okay, so this is One Kingdom to Another. Uh, uh, midnight 36, yeah, saying goodbye for now. <laughs>